This week on Storytime Friday, we have a story out of Western Michigan, and it is about infidelity and jealousy and murder, and it all leads to local folklore. And it disappeared sort of for a certain amount of time until the return of the popularity of the Blair Witch Project, for anybody that does remember that. So here is Monica to tell the story of the Attawitch. Hey, it's Monica, and I've got a story for you. This is a legend about a woman from the 19th century in Western Michigan. As the story goes, a woman was unfaithful to her husband. Each night, she would wait for him to fall asleep so that she could meet up and have a rendezvous with her secret lover. She would sneak out of the house and meet up with her side guy, which you guys, I 100% do not recommend. That's really shitty. But eventually, her husband started to catch on to the fact that his wife was spending lots of extra time outside of the house. He decided to do his normal bedtime routine, but with a twist. He decided that he wasn't going to fall asleep. He was just going to pretend like he was sleeping. So the wife sees that he's fallen asleep and decides it's a good time to leave the house. What she didn't know is that he was going to follow her. Imagine how shocked he was to discover what his wife had been up to. Even more shocking, imagine his wife's reaction when she finds that her husband had followed her. She was being careful, but her cheating and her dishonesty finally caught up to her. She didn't deserve what came next. It is believed that the husband, so overcome with rage and anger, decided to murder his wife in front of the lover. The men were both so distraught about what had just happened that they began to fight and bicker with each other. They fought so hard and beat each other to pulps that they both eventually succumbed to their own injuries and both were deceased. This altercation and tragic deaths happened nearby Finley Cemetery on Two Mile Road. This was almost 150 years ago, but it's still a story that kind of speaks to what happens in modern culture. Okay, so the area where this happened was in Seedman Park, and it was available for a long time to hunters in the area. It's now developed more into residential purposes. It's a weird story, but why am I telling this to you? Well, like with most tragedies, a haunting is associated with it. When the area was available for hunting, men would enter the woods and see an apparition of a woman. This woman was always wearing white. And the lady in white stories are a phenomena that's very common in the paranormal world. I know a lot of women who like to wear blacks and neutrals and things like that, but these women are always in white for whatever reason. I'm going to put in a shameless plug here for an episode coming up. We're going to do Chicago's most famous lady in white. Anyways, the hunters would see the lady in white run through the woods. She would beckon to them. Other times, they would hear whispers around them. But even more creepy, there would be phantom footsteps behind them. They could hear them. They could feel them. But no one was ever there. Sometimes, those footsteps were also met with a tap on the shoulder. The legend of the Ada Witch was born from all of this phenomena. Although it's been around for a long time, um, the story of the Attawitch was reborn 
when the Blair Witch Project movie came out because witches were a phenomenon that was exciting to research and get into. So if there was a witch happening in your area or a legend of a witch in your area, people wanted to know more about it. So again, this also kind of happens close by to a cemetery. So many ghost hunters and legend seekers would enter the cemetery at night and try and coax out the witch. People would visit the grave. In visiting the cemetery, there was a grave identified uh, as the Ada Witch. So this grave, it was cracked in half and then held up by two posts. No reason why it was considered for the Ada Witch, though. There's no history to support it whatsoever. It just seemed like this legend needed a physical place to be, and people over time decided to choose this gravestone. The problem, however, is that this gravestone belonged to a woman named Sarah McMillan, who had actually died of the typhoid fever in 1870. She was 29. She didn't cheat on her husband or get murdered by him, so there was no reason why this grave was selected in correlation with the Ada Witch. One of the well-known researchers and studiers of this, um, she has written the book Ghosts of the Grand Rapids. Her name is Nicole Bray. She discovered that this actually belonged to Sarah McMillan and decided to pay respect to her. She worked with a local person in the area and got a new headstone for the grave, so I hope Sarah can rest in peace. The Attawitch can sometimes also be seen walking down Honey Creek Road. She will ask people to help her. Or sometimes she doesn't need to say that she needs help. It's written all over her face. I don't suggest offering her a ride, but obviously that choice is yours. I got my information from Mysterious Michigan and an article from the Hawk Herald. Join me next week. I'm going to tell you a story of Pukwudgies. You want you to listen. If you got that reference, you are my kind of people.